0: Okay. Well, welcome back to our journey through the book of Leviticus. Today is chapter 15. Today is that chapter your mama warned you about. (laughs) This is one of those that, I mean, if you think about it, once again, God is working to try to keep a slave nation free. He doesn't just want to deliver them. He wants to keep them free. And so he does two things. Number one is he sets forward straightforward rules. Hey, do this so that you can stay healthy, so that you can stay healed, so that you can stay free. And then number two, do these things so that we can be in communion with one another. We can stay close together. And so God is not leaving any stone unturned. He is making sure they know the path to healing and freedom. Today is one of those stones I wish he had not unturned, okay? The questions would have been there, okay? They're needful, they're important. Don't send me any emails praise the Lord. Just say it. I'm the one that's got to read this, not you. So if you have your Bibles, we're just going to read it. Just going to read it and let it be what it is. And you know what? The overall principle is this right here. God don't mind getting personal. I know that's not good proper English. I am from Alabama, so it is what it is. God don't mind getting personal. He cares about the secret things as well. We're going to read chapter 15. If you have your Bibles, we're going to be reading out of the New Living Translation. And you probably just need to read this with me because I don't know how far I'm going to get through this. Okay? No, no, no. I'm going to get through this. We're going to do it together. Okay? Can you feel the anxiety? Here we go. The Lord is good. And the Lord's doing this talking, so it's important. Leviticus 15, verse 1. Here we go. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel any man who has a bodily discharge is ceremonially unclean. (sighs) Lord, help us all. This defilement is caused by his discharge, whether the discharge continues or stops. Lord, help us. In either case, the man is unclean. Any bed on which the man with this discharge lies, anything on which he sits will be ceremonially unclean. That's absolutely true. So, If you touch a man's bed, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean until evening. If you sit where the man with his discharge has sat, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean until evening. If you touch the man with the discharge, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean until evening. If the man spits on you, you must wash your clothes "'Bathe yourself in water, and you'll remain unclean until evening.'" Pause. Do we want to talk about why the dude spat on you? No, we don't want to talk about it. Verse 9, "'Any saddle blanket on which the man rides will be ceremonially unclean. "'If you touch anything that was under the man, you will be unclean until evening. "'You must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, "'and you'll remain unclean until evening. "'If the man touches you without first rinsing his hands.'" you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will be. You will remain unclean until evening. Okay, pause. Man touches you without washing his hands? We're going to fight. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. I, I need to get through this. Verse 12. Any clay pot the man touches must be broken and any wooden utensil he touches must be rinsed with water. All right, verse 13 through 18 talks more about what we just read. Here we go. When a man with a discharge is healed... He must count off seven days for the period of purification. He then, then he must wash his clothes and bathe himself in fresh water, and he will be ceremonially clean. On the eighth day, he must get two turtle doves and two young pigeons and come before the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle and give his offerings to the priests. The priest will offer one bird for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the man before the Lord For his discharge. Verse 16 Whenever a man has an admission of semen, he must bathe his entire body in water and he will remain ceremonially unclean until the next evening. Any clothing or leather with semen on it must be washed in water and it will remain unclean until evening. After a man and a woman have sexual intercourse, they must each bathe in water and they will remain unclean until the next evening. Okay, women, guess what? You are not like, not counted in this because the next part is about you. Verse 19 through 26 is about female bodily discharges. Praise the Lord. Here we go. Verse 19. Whenever a woman has a menstrual period, she will be ceremonially unclean for seven days. Anyone who touches her during that time will be ceremonially unclean until evening. Or just unclean till evening. Verse 20. Anything on which the woman lies or sits during that time of her period will be unclean. If any of you touch her bed, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain unclean until evening. If you touch any object she has sat on, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain unclean until evening. This includes her bed or any other object she has sat on. You will be unclean until evening if you touch it. If a man has sexual intercourse with her and her blood touches him, her Menstrual impurity will be transmitted to him. He will remain unclean for seven days, and any bed on which he lies will be unclean. If a woman has a flow of blood for many days that is unrelated to her menstrual period, or if that blood continues beyond the normal period, she is ceremonially unclean. As during her menstrual period, the woman will be unclean as long as the discharge continues. Any bed she lies on and any object she sits on during that time will be unclean. Just as during her normal menstrual period. If any of you touch these things, you will be ceremonially unclean. You must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you'll remain unclean until evening. Pause. So if you remember in the New Testament, there was a time when the Bible said there was a lady with a quote issue of blood. And that was a problem that she had spent all of her money on all the doctors. And she was afraid to go and get in the crowd because she was unclean. This is why. The Bible said if there is someone who has a flow of blood, and that's what they think she had is a flow of blood mentioned in this chapter, she was supposed to stay away from everybody because everybody she touches is then unclean. That's why it was considered dangerous for her because she was putting other people at risk of being unclean, and she could have she could have gotten in trouble. She could have got killed for it because of this chapter right here, and it was to protect everybody because back then they didn't exactly know why you had this issue. So thank goodness for the healing of Jesus, right? All right, let's finish this up. 28-33. When the woman's bleeding stops, she must count off seven days. Then she will be ceremonially clean. On the eighth day, she must bring two turtle doves and two young pigeons and present them to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will offer one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. Through this process, the priest will purify her before the Lord and she will be ceremonially in- the ceremonial impurity caused by her bleeding. right, last three verses. This is how you will guard the people of Israel from ceremonial uncleanness. Otherwise they would die, for their impurity would defile my tabernacle that stands among them. These are the instructions for dealing with anyone who has a bodily discharge. A man who is unclean because of the emissions of semen or a woman during her menstrual period. It applies to any man or woman who has a bodily discharge and a man and to a man who has sexual intercourse with a woman who is ceremonially unclean. Praise the Lord. We got through it together. If you ever wondered if your pastor loves you, there you go. We made it together. But the important thing is is the same, and that is that God cares about the things that everybody sees. God cares about the things that nobody sees. He's, He's interested in keeping us holy in every single way. Thank you for journeying with me through the book of Leviticus, chapter 15. I will see you tomorrow for chapter 16.